Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural with Radical Change Ministries. <laughs> this chair. What to say? So, are you guys doing well? You are? It's good to be here, as always. And uh, we're all healthy and healed. There's no attack on our bodies, on our voices. <laughs> um, every time um, I get up and I start to speak and somebody calls me and says, do you have a cold? I say, no, I'm fine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with me. It's just an attack. And, um, yeah. Sometimes it's, um, um, we don't always understand, but we always know that we have the victory and that we are supernatural beings. Say, I am a supernatural being. The Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead is living inside of me. Therefore, Everything I do prospers. Everything I say comes to pass. That's why I put a God in front of my mouth. I will be slow to speak, quick to hear, slow to get angry. Thank you, Father, that you muscle my mouth, if need be, bridle my tongue, that I will only speak a word in season, that I will speak your word over my life, over my children, my children's children, in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. So yes, we're going to, um, I'm at the Old Testament, examples of the supernatural power of God, how they had supernatural encounters. And if God is the same, I said it every time, yesterday, today, and forever, if he did it then, how much more today? Because we each have the Holy Spirit. Then they didn't have the Holy Spirit. It came and it, it went. But now we have the Holy Spirit so that each and every one of us can hear the voice of God clearly. And be sensitive to it. But you see, that's a choice. Like everything in life is a choice. And um, that's why we really need the help, which is the Holy Spirit is our helper, to help us every single day. Because it's so, we, we make so many choices each and every day. I mean, you can decide which toothpaste you want to put on your toothbrush, isn't it? You don't have to ask the Holy Spirit that. You can just put it on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we really need in many in in our daily lives we need the Holy Spirit to help us to show us to show us things to come and he does sometimes he visits us in dreams sometimes he visits us in visions sometimes he just have to sit right here and tell you hey <laughs> but he sits right here anyway and tell you and then many times we think oh no that's just ourselves then we have to really sit and say, Lord, is this now you or is it me? And ask him, because he will tell you. Hallelujah. Now let's go to Abraham. God speaks to Abraham in Genesis 12, verse 1. 
He speaks to him. Um, are they going to? Yes. Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abraham, Go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house, to the land which I will show you. I did start on that the last time. He just said, You have to go. He didn't say where to go to. He just said, I will show you. And sometimes we're in a position where we really don't know where to, where's the next step. But just step. As you go, God will show you. And in Genesis 13, verse 14 to 17, the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had left him, lift up now your eyes and look for the place where you are northwards and southwards and eastwards and westwards next one for all the land which you see i will give to you and to your posterity forever see we have to own land because god has already given it to us he has already given and i will make your descendants who is abraham's descendants hello it's us like the dust of the earth, and there's a lot of dust. Am I not right? <laughs> so remember, when you, when you see dust all over, you have to remind yourself, that's, that's how I am. I'm all over. That's the position God has given me. So that if a man could count the dust of the earth, then you could, your descendants also, then your, you could, your descendants also be counted. You see? Hi, Jared. It's okay. Good morning. Is a space for you? Just, just duck down. <laughs> He's on the spot now. Say hello to the camera. <laughs> I'm glad you came. Anyway, arise. You see, that's what God has been showing me all the time, this whole month. Arise. But what does arise mean? Who can help me? Dr. Yvette? Oh, you, you're busy. Okay. Jared? Can you tell me what arise means? Put, say it on the mic, please, for me. To stand up. To stand up. You got another one? Okay. It's to stand up. It's to really get up. Because God says in his word, if we arise, then he can shine. But if we sit, that's where you'll stay, isn't it? That's where you'll stay. Walk through the land. The length of it and the breadth of it, for I will give it to you. Hallelujah. I think that's that. God speaks by a vision in Genesis 15 verse 1. I'm putting the guys on the spot there at the back, but you're doing brilliant. Thank you so much. Yaku, did they fire you? <laughs> After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. How did the word of the Lord come? In a vision. Saying, fear not, Abraham, I am your shield. So I want you guys to say, Lord, thank you that you are saying to me today that I should not fear because you are my shield. You are my abundant compensation. And you reward me exceedingly your rewards to me will be exceedingly great in Jesus name you see we have to start believing that 
Because he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Isn't it? So if we keep on seeking him, he will reward you. Because he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God appears to Abraham in Genesis 17 verse 1. And then the other one is 18 verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, and remember, then he still didn't have children. But he said, your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. The Lord appeared to him and said, I am the almighty God. Walk and live habitually before me and be perfectly blameless, wholehearted, complete. And that's what Jesus did when he sent his son. He made us wholeheartedly blameless. He made us the righteousness in right standing with him. We have to start believing that. Now the Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks and terebinths of Mamre as he sat at the door of his tent in the heat of the day. So what did God do? He appeared to him. So can God appear to us today? Yes, he can. We can have angelic visitations. We can have godly visitations. We can. I think sometimes God doesn't because we'll have such a fright that... (laughs) Can you imagine that tremendous presence? When I gave my heart to the Lord, that night, there was a godly presence in my room. The whole room lit up, but only on my side. It was amazing. And I was filled with the Holy Spirit instantaneously and started speaking in other tongues. I've said it before. And God is no respecter of people, of person. He said, I'm no respecter of a person. My gift and my call on your life is irrevocable. He doesn't take it back. He's placed it in you. See, it doesn't just happen to other people. It can happen to you too, but do you really want that? Look, I want that every single day. I want to see him. I want to feel him. I want to speak to him. I I want his tangible presence wherever I go. And we see, we can choose it. And then Abraham intercedes for Lot, and angels meet with Lot. Genesis 19 verse 1. It was evening when the two angels came to Sodom. Lot was sitting at Sodom city's gates. Seeing them, Lot rose. See what he did again? He rose up. He rose up to meet them and bowed to the ground. And we shouldn't bow to angels, but yeah. Abraham lies to Abimelech. He said it's his wife. Remember that story? He said Sarah's his wife in Genesis 20 verse 3. And then God appears to Abimelech in a dream. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, because he took Sarah (laughs) as your own, for she is a man's wife. Okay? And in Genesis 21 verse 19, you can go read those stories if you want to. Um, Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the empty bottle with water and caused the youth to drink. That was when Hagar was sent away because she was um, mocking Sarah. And Sarah said to Abraham, you have to chase her away and with Ishmael. And Ishmael was dying. She, was, she put him somewhere else. 
she was hearing the child screaming because he was, he was thirsty. And then God said, to, he opened her eyes so that she could see. There is a well, there is water. And she filled her empty bottle with water and then the youth could drink. Just like that little boy. Like I gave him something to drink today. That's how God opened Hagar's eyes that she could see. So I pray today that God will really open up our spiritual eyes. That we will see what he wants us to see when he wants us to see it. I wrote here, we should expect such supernatural encounters. When we prophesy, it means we go to wherever God directs us. See, sometimes a prophetic word is directional. But then we still have a part. What should we do? We should pray over it. We should get scripture for it. And we should arise. We have to arise and start walking in what God promised us in his word. What he's telling us to do. We intercede for others. See, Abraham interceded for Lot. Because he knew if he doesn't, then that whole family is going to go be destroyed. And what happened? God saved them, didn't he? So many times when God shows us somebody in a dream, or at that moment you feel like you have to pray for somebody, that's the time where you know, but no, but no, this is important. It's not just, and even if you just think of that person, pray for him or her. But what's more? Here we see God supernaturally appearing to people in dreams and revealing himself to people that previously didn't know him. Abimelech. And he quickly listened. He didn't even... Sometimes we as Christians ask for confirmation upon confirmation. Isn't it true? Abimelech didn't even ask for... Um, just visit me again to make sure that I shouldn't take Sarah. <laughs> He didn't. He immediately, he immediately reacted. We should expect such supernatural occurrences in our Christian walk, corporately and personally. But is that our expectation? Is that what we want? God appears to Isaac in Genesis 26 verse 24. We can put that on. And the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I'm the God of Abraham, your father. Fear not. Fear not. For I am with you and I will favor you with a blessing and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. See, so I declare today for your sake, God will do it. He will bless you for your sake. He will bless your descendants. Because that's what he promises. And God, God is a promise-keeping God. That's what he will do. Say, I take it. I take every blessing that God's given me already. I receive it. I'm going to walk in the blessing of God. I'm going to walk in his favor. It doesn't matter what I've done. doesn't matter what I'm still doing. God has already forgiven me. It's not a ticket to sin, but he's already forgiven you. Remember, your past is erased. Your past cannot determine your future. If I had to look at my past, then I would not be sitting here today. Then I would not be ministering to people today. 
but it doesn't have an effect. Like I said the last time, all this stuff I went through, was some was very bad choices, but God still turned it around for my good today because I chose him. I chose him. And even when I didn't, he was still there helping me. <laughs> I see it today. Today I realized in many instances. One day, um, I was 16. Um, I just had a baby. And uh, I didn't have food in the house. I was married at that stage. And this guy was called to, um, to the, um, I think it was Angola that stage, to the border for three months. So he was at the border, and his army money hadn't come through yet. And I was working for a measly salary, like 380 rand a month. And 30 of that was taken off, so I had 450, uh, 350 bucks left. And the rent for the apartment I was staying in was 300 bucks, and 10 bucks was for the garage I was renting. So there was... 40 bucks left a month for me for food and for Gareth. So I was just using that for him for food. So I hadn't eaten for days and I was so hungry and I was crying. And I said, I didn't say Lord because I didn't know the Lord. I'm so hungry. You know, can I just get something to eat? And I was contemplating maybe I should drink some of Gareth's milk, but then I thought, no, then he won't have enough. <laughs> enough. So um, somebody was knocking at the door, and it was a, a, a real Cape Province um, colored man. And he said, I got some nice sweet pineapples, nice sweet pineapples. They're so sweet to the tongue and whatever. And he was going like, and when I looked at him, I started to cry. And I said, oh, I'm so hungry, but I don't have money. <laughs> And he said, no, 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 please, please don't cry. I'm coming back just now. Don't cry. We're going to feed you today. Don't cry. <laughs> so I hear how he goes from apartment to apartment, and he's singing the whole story. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm so hungry. And at a stage, I hear a knock at the door, and he says, madam, I brought you a whole box of, of pineapples. <laughs> I said, I can't pay you. He said, no, 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 the other people paid. <laughs> I don't know what he did. If he loaded the price or whatever, but he gave me a whole box of pineapples. And I started cutting those pineapples and I was packing them away. I'm telling you, my tongue was swollen. It was so sore, but at least my stomach was full. It was full of pineapple. But can you see how God provides? Even when I didn't really serve him then, he provided and even if it was pineapples and I ate too many and my tongue swelled up, at least my, <laughs> my stomach was full. And so I just want to encourage you today with that, that God will come through in, in mysterious ways. He'll even use a pineapple, a guy that sells pineapples, to come and, 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 um, and provide for you. Jonathan fights with the Philistines and wins after receiving revelation from the, from the Lord in 1 Samuel 14, verse 1. 1 Samuel 14, verse 1. One day Jonathan, son of Saul, said to his armor-bearer, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison on the other side. But he did not tell his father. 
he first received the revelation that that's where he must go, and then he went. You can go read it. Elisha prays, and God opens his servant's eyes to see into the heavenly realms and see an army of angels. That was um, Gehazi, Gehazi, I always say that wrong. Um, I'm not going to put that on. That's in 2 Kings 6, verse 16, 17. Even after death, there is power in Elisha's bones. So can you imagine how powerful you are? You remember that story when the guy fell on Elisha's bone, the open grave? When they felt, let the dead guy fall on, on, on him? What happened? He came alive. He came alive. That's in 2 Kings 13 verse 21. Say, I have power in my bones. My bones are healthy. They are full of favor. They are full of oil. They are powerful. I will use my bones to glorify God in Jesus' name. If you guys want something about bones, I have a whole thing that I pray over my bones daily. If you want it, I will put that on. Um, I think it's... Um, I think it's John Eckert's prayer, uh, confessions over your bones daily. But it's brilliant. I pray, and it's all word-based. It's all word-based. God speaks vividly to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 verse 11. And remember 1, 11, 11, 11, that's my favorites. And 22, 22, 2, 22, all that God really speaks to me in those numbers. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? I, 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 I preached about it on Sunday. What do you see? What are you seeing for your life? What are you seeing for your future? What are you seeing? Are you just seeing the negative or are you seeing the positive? And I said, I see a branch of a shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. Now that like I said on Sunday, the almond tree branch is Aaron's branch, Aaron's rod. It was also made from an almond tree, and it's awakening. And that's what the church has to arise and wake up, an awakening. We have to awaken people so that they will we'll see. Sorry. Prophecy changes us. Prophecy changed my whole life. I don't know about you. When I got my first prophetic word, I didn't understand it, but I, I started searching, searching the word. And, and like I said, when I was saved, I didn't even know where's the book. I, if people said to me, Noah is a book in the Bible, I would have said, is it? <laughs> really? I didn't know the word. But then I started looking in the word. Is, what is a prophet? What do they do? How do they operate? You know, and all of that. And the first few years of my life, God didn't allow me to read books. But that's how he spoke to me. Because I needed to, to see it in the word. I needed to see how he is. Because sometimes book can bring confusion. Especially when you read too many. Because people have different opinions. But I'm not saying books are bad. They're brilliant. Don't get me wrong. It's just, it was my journey. And my journey was to stay in the Word, stay in the Word, read the Word, recap the Word, meditate on the Word, memorize the Word. 
is lang vir hom om stil te sit. Dis ok. Jy is baie soet, sê en hoor, we have a little boy here and he's really good. I just want to say that live. He's such a good boy. Hey? Very good boy. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for children. Thank you, Father, that you just bless him. Kom staan gau hier by my. Sal jy? Kom gau hier so. Sê, kom. Kom staan gau hier. Ek wil jou gau een drukkie gee. Can I pray for you? Can I pray for you? Can I get an English too? Nee, an Afrikaans. Okay. Lord, we thank you. Here, ons dankie vir hierdie awesome kind. Here, dankie dat jy plan vir hom het. Here, dankie dat hy drome en visioene gaan hee. En here, dat, dat hy gaan weet, maar weer is jy wat met hom praat. In Jesus' naam. Amen. Sê amen. <laughs> dankie hoor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the children, God. Thank you. But I just prayed for him that he will dream dreams. He will see visions. He will have encounters with you. That he has been chosen by you. That he's a chosen vessel. That he's special. And that is yours. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're someone going to pray for his mom, too. Can you come here? I'm definitely going to do it in English. Is it Okay. Okay. Your name's Janine? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Won't you just stretch out your hands towards her? You will? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for this amazing woman, Lord. Thank you, Father, that although the enemy wanted to take her out so many times, Father, you've been there for her. Although she didn't realize it, she didn't see it, but you love her, Father. You love her with an everlasting love. You've always been there for her. Father, thank you that your love for her will become so evident. She will see it. She will start experiencing it like never before. Thank you, Lord, that you revealed to her who you are and how much you love her. And that she's worthy. And that she's special. And that she's like an Esther. That she's called for a time like this. In Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh, we are hooking up each other here. Sorry. Ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Does somebody have a word for her? Anybody? Got a word for her? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Why? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hello. I just see you've gone through so much hurt in your life, but God says he's going to turn your mourning into dancing. Hallelujah. Um, let's just see if there's anybody um, here on the... I know I'm going up and down. I'm sorry, talent. Stand here. Then I'm there, then I'm here. <laughs> if anybody from that's live's got a word for Janine, then you can just put it on there, on here, on the live, then I'll read it for her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, she's, she, 
you're gonna you're gonna arise. I'm telling you, you're gonna arise like never before. I just see it. You know, something's happening to you right now. You will see. I know it. You will see. You will see. You will see the power. You will see the glory of God on your life like never before. Open doors. Um, day where you felt, I'm not good enough. God is telling you, you are. You are more than good enough. Okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are so quiet today. I just want to tell the live audience, there is an audience here. <laughs> they are alive and active. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, it's not the prophecy that changes you. Well, it is, but it's the spirit behind the prophecy, the Holy Spirit. Prophecy changes because the Spirit changes us. Just let me put that right. But you have to want to. Tulile, we're going to minister to you today as well. Okay? Is it okay? Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 10 verse 6, it says, The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and you will be changed into a different person. Do you want that? So come, let's say that. Father, thank you that your Holy Spirit that is in me will work powerfully through me and I will prophesy and I will be changed into a different person in Jesus' name. See, what we also see in 1 Samuel 3 verse 1 to 21 we can't read that whole part, but you can go read it if you want to at home, is that we have to learn to hear the voice of God. We have to learn to hear the voice of God. You see, my sheep know my voice. Why? Because they know me. See, we have to get to, to start to, to know God, then we will start to recognize His voice more and more and more. That's why faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. That scripture you have to know off by heart. It's in Romans 10, 17. You have to know it. And, and, and I've said it before. Do you know that you learn much better by your own voice than anybody else's voice? That's why read the word out aloud. Don't read it softly. Because then you're not hearing your, hearing your own voice. And faith comes by hearing. So read it out aloud. Don't read it softly. Okay? I know prophecy doesn't always come naturally. I know. It doesn't. But we can learn how to do it. Prophecy is a learned action. And that's why we're here, to learn how the supernatural, and prophecy is part of the supernatural ministry. A word of wisdom is part of the supernatural ministry. A word of knowledge is part of the supernatural ministry. Speaking in tongues, that's the, that is the, the sign that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. So why don't we want that? Okay? I know we can't understand what we are saying, but you're edifying yourself when you speak in tongues. And when we speak, up, when we speak a word in church, then there has to be interpretation. When you speak in tongues, praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, two different. 
You know that. Okay, hallelujah. Our inheritance is a double portion of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 7. In other words, God gives his people the spirit without measure. Say, I have the Holy Spirit without measure. There's no limit to the Holy Spirit inside of me. And that's in John 3 verse 34. John 3 verse 34. For since he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, proclaim God's own message. God does not give him his spirit sparingly or by measure, but boundless is the gift God makes of his spirit. Isn't that amazing? It's boundless. It's limitless. It's not sparingly. It's without measure. Say, that is what I have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit and supernatural encounters and prophecy and manifestation goes hand in hand. Right through the Word of God, from the New Old Testament right through to the New Testament, right through generations, you hear people who have supernatural encounters with God, supernatural healings. And it, it's not always a miracle healing. Sometimes it's a process. But... And sometimes we don't understand why things doesn't happen immediately. But, and, and I've had so many questions about with people, why doesn't it happen immediately? Why can't that person change? I've been praying for him. He has to want to. <laughs> he has to choose to. But man, my mom prayed all of our children into the kingdom. She just kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on until... We made a choice. So don't stop praying. Don't stop praying the word because it's active. It does something. And I pray. I pray, send your ministering angels to minister to that person. I pray for our kids in the UK. And, and our grandkids, one, in the UK. And she, she, you must see, they send us videos when I, when I preach or when Pastor Jakob preaches, how she looks and she's, she's recognizing us and all of that. So she's listening to the word from a very young age already. And I believe they're all going to minister with us. I believe that with everything that is within me. In the mornings I watched this morning, they start television. That's for free, that... Um, uh, advertisement. <laughs> I'll send you my anyway. Joke. Um, and they were having the grandchildren, and they and it was so amazing. And I thought, but I like that too. I like to bring in my grandchild and and show people and and all of that. It's just because they are called for ministry. They are called for the next generation that will be filled with such. With, with such power and might and minister in such a greater measure than we did. And I'm expecting much more. I don't know about you guys. Our children in Singapore. I mean, um, she, uh, my, my daughter-in-law there, she, she does so much. She helps me. She, our spiritual children, yeah, behind the scenes. We pray for them. And um, yeah, hallelujah. I just took a few examples from the scriptures. 
that show us to expect the supernatural encounters and have a broader vision of what prophecy is and how it functions, of what the supernatural is in the Word and how it functions. You know, we see it in the Bible, but we must start seeing it in our lives. I want to. I don't know about you, and, and I believe that's why you are here. You want to see it, isn't it? Like that your character is in, in, in such a place that God can entrust you to do that. We needn't be scared of it. And we shouldn't seek it exclusively. We should first seek the, the, the God of the supernatural. That's the first priority. But we should expect it. I expect it every time I step in here. I expect it every morning I get up. I expect God to do something that day. I'm expecting God to do a miracle today, to change situations and things around that the enemy meant for harm, to change it around today for each and every one of you and in our lives. That no weapon formed against us will prosper. No negative word or curse spoken over us or any of you will have effect in Jesus' mighty name. You know, in Acts 2, on the day of Pentecost, there was manifestations, wasn't there? People's behavior were altered, where they were always like quiet like you today and sitting straight up in their chairs. They started falling around. People were thinking they were drunk and it was nine o'clock in the morning. But what was happening to them? They were empowered. At that moment, they were empowered. And it wasn't for personal gratification. Remember, our gifts is not for us. It's for the people we're ministering to. Your gift doesn't operate for you. I know one guy, he keeps on telling me, he prophesies over people and their prophetic word comes in, in fulfillment so quickly, but nothing happens to him. But his gift is not for him. <laughs> it's for other people. And, and you know, sometimes the, the prophetic word is there, but your, your fruit is not there yet. And God knows. Catherine Kuhlman, I was reading a part of her this morning and and she was saying um and look she was a drama queen i don't know if you've looked at her stuff i mean really i i thought i have a drama i can dramatize but but katherine kuman can beat me every single day i mean she was clothing and, and she was walking around like she was like an angel on the on the stage and she would say she would speak so so um slowly i don't know if you've but it's before your, you guys' time, but anyway. And um, she, um, she said, why, God, why one day, why only now am I seeing all this? I'm so, you know, now that I, I have to, she, she had bus, bus trips to her um, meetings, and she got tired because she was old. And, um, and, and her bones didn't want her, her body didn't want her, and she, she said, why only now? And then she realized, and she said, thank you, Lord, I know. He could only trust me with it now. If it was earlier, I would have messed it up. You know? And I also, also sometimes say that. And then I realize, now I must just work on my character first. Or let the Holy Spirit work on me first. You know? 
And even though it wasn't for them, they did feel gratification. Because if, if people's life changed before your face, it's gratifying. We, you know it's not you, but at least you know God is doing something. And what was the result that day? 3,000 people came to the Lord. There was a mass evangelism. I'm trusting God for that. May it start manifesting in our congregation. May the whole city, the, the, the scripture we have up there, come to, come to church. The whole city. We'll share. I will allow the other churches also to have some of the people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Last scripture today in, in Acts 1 verse 8. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will have power and be my witnesses. Let's just read that. But you shall receive power. Say thank you, Father, that I right now receive your power, ability, efficiency, and might by your Holy Spirit. And I will be a witness in Jerusalem, in Emelathleni, in everywhere I go, and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. All right. Are we going to do some practical? We're going to minister to Tolile quickly. Okay? Are you ready, prophets? We're going to operate in the gift of prophecy. We just said we can all prophesy. Hello? Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You ready, Kaylee? <laughs> Thank you. God says you're a Jew. He says, if you look at somebody... You see nice jewels stand out. So you're going to be somebody that's standing out. You're going to be seen. You're going to be, go places. You're going to be seen and you're going to be heard. So you are his jewel, his beautiful, beautiful jewel. Amen. And there's scripture for that. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's Isaiah 61, I think, a diadem. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jared, you got a word for her? Marco? Just give them the mic. Remember, when we open our mouths, it'll come. For Tolile. Am I saying that right, Tolile? I'm saying it right. Thank you, Lord, for a mind of Christ. Tolile, I, I just see like, uh, I feel the Lord is saying to me, you're going to start being light. So if you feel like you're carrying a burden or something now, he's saying you're going to be light. Like the Holy Spirit will empower you to just be light. Okay. Hallelujah. Jared? <laughs> And that's Isaiah 61 verse 3. To grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, that's the church, to give them an ornament, a garland, a diadem of beauty. And th that, that, I believe, is, a, is like a jewel. Okay? Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else? Putolile? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Dr. Rivet? 
You got something? Yaku? At the back there? I want you guys to open your mouth. Open your mouth. Say thank you, Lord, that you fill it. In Jesus' name. Tolilo, I, I see a new season for you. I just see God's turning around things very quickly for you. They were, we, it's been a struggle. God says, I'm, I'm loosening the cords. It was like um, you felt every t- everywhere you turn, it's like you, you're just going tighter, tighter. But God says, I'm cutting it loose. I'm loosening all the cords. Um, every, I also see generational curses is being destroyed over your life right now. In Jesus' mighty name, no curse will have an effect. In Jesus' name, come here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We destroy every generational curse, every bloodline curse. We destroy it in the name of Jesus. We cut her loose right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Every spirit of fear, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Go. Go. Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go, 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 go. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Daramba Free. 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 In Jesus' name. Fire. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fire. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Rotaramba Kasherandarapapasukula. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let her go. Let her go. Jesus' name. Let her go. Let her go. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, let go. Let go. There we are. Go. Go. There we are. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fill the Holy Spirit. Just fill her. Fill her. Fill her. Fill her. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for this morning, Lord. Thank you that you are such a faithful Father, such an amazing God. Thank you, Lord, that the sun sets free, is free indeed. And that we can walk in your power, Holy Spirit. That we can expect great and mighty things. That we can expect the glory of God to fall in houses, in bodies, in, in workplaces. And people to be changed like never before. We thank you, Father. Thank you for dreams and visions. Thank you that we will see, we will have encounters with you, supernatural encounters, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen.
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.